Trust in God and God will make your path straight and in all things and everything, lean on God for understanding. Please be seated. As we start today, I just wanted to make a note that um, Jane and Violet are down in Adelaide visiting a friend, uh, Jane's friend Jane. It's kind of like a bit of an alliteration, Jane's friend Jane. And they're having a great time and Last night when I was um, talking to Violet and saying goodnight, she said, Dad, you know when I'm in church, I actually do listen to you. So I want the link to the podcast and I want to hear you and I want to make sure you're telling these people the truth and being honest. So I was told. So I need to make sure I'm very careful with, the, with what I say and um, the podcast has to be on as soon as possible after the uh, working bee. So I've been told. Everyone, you know, Violet tells me quite often, doesn't she? She does. So... That's the disclaimer for the sermon today. But as we have been going through Epiphany, what I've been trying to do is to look at the readings from a testimonial viewpoint, uh, the testimony of how they can affect lives. Um, Epiphany is not just something that we do in our head. It's those aha moments in our life, those moments where we finally get what Jesus is trying to do, how Jesus is trying to break through in our lives. And so I thought I'd do a bit of a testimony about how this reading helped me to come to understand Jesus a bit more and understand who I am before God. When we read these passages about the calling of the the apostles, it's like, Peter, drop your net and follow me. All right, Lord. Philip, come and follow me. All right, Lord. And then we get to Nathaniel. And there's a bit of a sort of cynical viewpoint from Nathaniel about how he sees Jesus how Philip comes to him talking to him about Jesus, how he comes to share with him about who Jesus is. And Philip says, I have this person, Jesus, who was foretold by Moses in the law and the prophets. And he's the one. He's the one, Nathaniel. And then Nathaniel, you know, in his cynical way, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Can anything worthwhile come out of Nazareth? And so we have this, then Jesus meets him and he says, oh, look, this, you're just a really honest sort of person. And then Nathaniel, well, how do you know that? How would you know this? And then, and then Jesus says, I saw you sitting under a tree. And that just blew Nathaniel away. We see him going from a cynical viewpoint, from being hurt in his life, from, from looking at God as someone that is hard to get along with, to calling Jesus his Lord and Master. And this really helped me when I was trying to work on my discipleship or trying to understand that I was a disciple of Jesus. I thought I had to be that person that could drop the net and go, yep, I'm ready, Lord. I'm ready to take it on. I'm dropping my net. I'm giving everything up and I'm moving to follow you. And then Nathaniel comes along and says, actually, I'm not that person. I might not be that person that can just drop the net. I've got, a, I've got things that I'm carrying. I've got things that I need to work through. Because when we look at the idea of sitting under a tree, it's not just, when we look at these gospel stories, they're always in reference to a method, a, a way of looking at things through the Old Testament. So I thought I'd start off with the idea of what it meant to sit under the tree. Well, when Jonah was sitting under the tree with God, he was cursing God, saying, look, can you just kill me? You've sent me here to give this message to the Ninevites. I've given the message and now you're not going to obliterate them because they've repented and they've changed their heart. So I'm sick of this, Lord. Just take me. Then in Kings, we read about 
Elijah sitting under a tree saying, Lord, take me, kill me. I'm sick of this. I've just, I've, I've just um, had an argument with the, with the people you told me to bring the gospel to, to bring the, not the gospel, to bring the, the word, your word to, and I've shown them my strength and power, and now they hate me, and now they're chasing me, trying to kill me. And so sitting under a tree in the Old Testament wasn't a pleasant experience. We see us sitting under a tree going, oh, yes, you know, we're going to talk to God and we're going to be there and he's going to be there for us. But sitting under a tree for the two people that I've mentioned was actually a cathartic experience. They were starting off with all their assumptions and all the things that hurt them and going to God and saying, Lord, just take me and kill me. Take my life now. I'm sick of this. And so when we get to Nathaniel, it starts off with him sitting under a tree where God saw him, where Jesus saw him. And with the reaction we see to Philip, there are elements, whilst the gospel doesn't say this, and I'm, so you'll have to take this with your own discernment in, in the spirit, the words he uses weren't very friendly. So to me, it makes me think, well, he was in a journey with God. He was on a journey with God about some cathartic experience that he was having. His negativity towards what might come out of Nazareth. His negativity towards Jesus when he says this amazing thing about him. But somehow when Jesus says, I saw you sitting under a tree, that just blows Nathaniel's mind away, doesn't it? As soon as he hears that, as soon as he notes that, all of a sudden he knows that there's something about Jesus that he felt when he was sitting under a tree. And maybe there was a sense of he was sitting under a tree and felt the peace of God surround him. And maybe that was when Jesus saw him. Again, they're, they're not actually written in the gospel. But the gospel does reflect some of the ways of people sitting under a tree in the Old Testament. So how did this help me with my discipleship? Well, when I read about Nathaniel carrying this energy and he wasn't quite finished and sometimes he was angry about things and sometimes he was insecure and anxious or worried, <coughs> pardon me, I felt that was me. I, felt so, I feel sometimes if someone says, Jesus loves me, I feel like I'm going to get a bucket of water and throw it over him because I'm just in a moment of real hurt, of real cathartic, in a real cathartic space. And yet, when I sit there and I know that I've prayed and I know that I've filled myself with the Holy Spirit, if someone was to come at that point and just say, well, Jesus knows what you're going through, I would feel that. I would react in a different... I would react as, yes, Jesus is my Lord and Master. Jesus is my Saviour. So my discipleship is not perfect. My priesthood is not perfect. Sometimes I make really dumb mistakes. Sometimes I just don't get things right. Sorry about that, folks. You know, I'm I know there's a pressure on priests to get it right all the time, but no, I'm not going to get it right all the time. And this reading gives me comfort because if I don't get it right, if I don't get it perfect, Violet will get me, yes, but Jesus will step in and make whatever is my imperfection perfect. Whatever I do to bring peace and nurturing and comfort, where I don't get it right, 
somehow Jesus will step in. Somehow Jesus will know what the thing is, what the thing is that you might need or the person that I'm talking to might need in that moment in order to find that spiritual rest and spiritual refreshment. So how does this speak to your disciples? How do you feel about being a person that might not be quite ready to just go, yes, Lord, I'm going to let the net go, or be Philip and go, come follow me. Sure, I'm off. How do you feel about that at times? Sometimes Jesus might be calling you to give up who you are, your sense of self, your ego, your capacity to do things or who you are might be sometimes things that you need to sit under the tree with God and wrestle with so that the Holy Spirit can surround you. And when you come out of there, someone might remind you that God loves you and you go, yes, he does. We need to sit under the tree. We need to be with God. We need to tell God all the things that affect us. But in doing that, we sit under the tree to let it go. Jonah, when he finished his session sitting under the tree, let it go. Elijah, when he finished sitting under the tree, let it go. And we see today Nathaniel has finished sitting under the tree and has let everything go. We don't sit under a tree with all the anxiety, worry, anger, whatever it is that we're going through to speak to God and then carry it with us and burden ourselves with it. We go under the tree to hand it over, to give it to God. So when we walk out away from the tree, God's dealing with it and sending the angels and the people that we need to surround us so that we can move forward in the gospel, so that we can move forward in bringing peace to others, in, bring, in releasing the kingdom into our community. We may feel at different times that we need to be perfect. But can I suggest there was only one perfect human and that was Jesus. Jesus, God made man. We will never be perfect. But we, we are called to strive to be children of God. We are called to strive, as Paul says in his reading. We are called to strive beyond the things that we think are important, beyond the things that we are distracted by in our relationship with God. We are called to be children of God and to keep taking our place in that moment. We're not going to get it wrong, just like every child doesn't get it wrong. It doesn't get it right. We're going to get things wrong at different times. But that doesn't mean that we stop striving. That doesn't mean that we say, Lord, today I was really anxious and I forgot that you were with me. And today I forgot that you could do anything in your power. Forgive me. Help my anxiety to calm down. Lord, I was really, I'm really worried about whatever is going on. I know you can take it on. I'm handing it over to you. Please take my worry and my concerns. And I'm sorry that that energy took on its own capacity. And walk away and let God deal with it. If you're angry about something, worried, anxious, hand it over. And just walk away from it and see what God does. Because I know that when I, in this testimony that I'm sharing with you, I know that when I went under my tree and just said, Lord, I get this. I am so not perfect. And I don't even know why I'm on this journey. Once I handed it over and didn't carry it, going, I'm, I'm still not sure. To, I let it go and I go, right, 
I guess if I am handing it over, I am meant to be on this journey and I am meant to do God's work. And all of a sudden, all these amazing phone calls came through that I thought would never happen. People contacted me that I thought, well, who are you? I don't, I don't even know who you are and you're ringing me. It was just an amazing thing that once I let something go, God had, everything, had the table set for me and I was able to participate in the banquet. So, as we move forward, can I ask you to take a moment this week to sit under the tree? We've got some lovely trees and we've got a bench under a tree with a cross. Just sit and actually go with God and hand over all your hardest things. Give it to God. And once you've done that, walk away. Leave it under the tree. Leave it at the bench. Leave it at the cross here. And see what surprises, what amazing surprises our God can give us once we walk away from the tree and leave everything at the tree and step into the power of his glory. The Lord be with you.